gentlemen. Jay and Aton here with a couple sexy, hot, new, innovative tips on Boys how to kill and girls. that big meeting. That's a line for one of our scenes, and every time you say ladies and gentlemen, I it's like buried in me. We have that. a yeah, we have a comedy scene that we do during our, our comedy scene. During our comedy act, we have a we, a comedy scene. We do a scene also known as a sketch. Yeah, it starts with the words ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Jay and Aton here with a couple sexy, hot, new, innovative. You really fucked up my line there. You want to start again? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Hey, guys. I was going to say, why don't we just start with the hey, guys, right there. That was good. Okay, great. Hey, guys. Um, welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Uh, we're, we're a couple days late um, on it, but for the record, like we never said like every Tuesday, new episode. We just said we'll release one a week. And, and not one single human being has hit us up going, where's your episode? <laughs> Believe it or not... Um, Where's that Tuesday episode I was waiting for, we waiting did. patiently in my basement, just just thirsty for a new podcast? Do we have like 40,000 like listeners at this point. Is but... it up to that much? Oh, easily. And not one of them thought to be like, hey, you guys put out an episode this week? Yeah. No, they're polite. Oh, that's respectful. good. That's nice. Oh, good. They'll just wait. Welcome to the podcast. Um, uh, today's uh, episode is brought to you by Instagram. <laughs> Instagram is an application on your phone. True. It is a social media application uh, where you post pictures and videos, mm. and it's a way to share uh, your happiness or your <laughs> sadness. Everythingness. Where you post a show picture, a poster of some kind. You write fun little words over top of a picture in the hopes of getting laughs. Yeah, so we thought that maybe Instagram is going to listen to this podcast, whoever the guy that runs it is. Johnny Instagram. And he thinks, oh, man, these guys are, we should sponsor their podcast. Mm-hmm. So... If Someone's mentioning us out there in the world. Yeah. No one, not every human being talks about us every fucking second of every fucking day. Instagram is a little bit desperate, I hear, for new users. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of uh, pictures being posted on their website daily. So. By the second. So after, obviously, we release this podcast, I'm sure they're going to see a little bump in <laughs> usership. <laughs> in their numbers. <laughs> well, what happened today? And they'll yeah. hire somebody to, you know, investigate. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it'll lead them right to us. They'll find out. And we might say, even post a picture from our Instagram later saying new episode of the podcast is up. Not to get listeners on the podcast, mm. more to help Instagram get users on mm-hmm. their platform. Yeah. Or we're sponsoring them, I guess, in, in you know, the hopes that they'll give us a shitload of money. Tons of money. I'm sick of doing things for no money. <laughs> Um, the other thing we wanted to ask Instagram, you and I talk about this a lot, uh, is that we hope they're the last one. Yeah, I can't handle another switch over from, you know, oh, nobody uses Facebook anymore except their aunts and uncles. Well, we were old enough to use MySpace. Mm. You built up a pretty solid, uh, friends list on MySpace. Well, I was in a, um, (laughs) kind of a screamo band. (laughs) And uh, <laughs> MySpace um, was perfect for that stuff. That generation um, loved that kind of music, like coast to coast, whether it was more on the emo side right. or on the scream side, right. the hardcore kids. Um, that was the era. And I, you know, had a band and screamed. And uh, one, I just, it was, whoa, there's pictures now, not just MSN Messenger or M-I-R-C or whatever chat, ICQ. 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 Chats that just sort of... Uh... How many MySpace friends did you get up to, do you know? Oh, I don't really remember, no. And, but MySpace was a Facebook thing, right? Like It, it was like you had to request yeah. a friendship and you, then you were both... It wasn't a follow-based No, it was platform. friends. It was yeah, you friends. friends. And then you had your top eight or top... Like, you could have your best friends. Oh. Clearly like, oh, I'm some. I'm like in, you know, 10 people's top eights. Do you remember a few years ago when like... Justin Timberlake bought MySpace and tried to like bring it back. Oh yeah, weird. It did not work. So then MySpace abruptly. Well, yeah, you spend all this time being like, okay, this is clearly the thing. Like, yeah. what's better than this? You got pictures. I'm getting laid from it. Getting... It's the best. <laughs> I you, you know, got your profile. Yeah, I was already getting laid from MSN and uh, MIRC because <laughs> it was way easier than like talking that, to girls. Talking to girls face to face. You like. Be all nervous and my teenage fucking self, 
uh, talking to girls in person. But then when I get home and I'm just at my computer, oh, yeah. I realize, oh yeah, I am like kind of funny and witty, quirky, like yeah, writing wise. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, like, it's like when, when you're only staring at the screen and you're not staring in their face. Of course, it's the yeah. Know, that stage. I was flight. learning the language of uh, flirting. Yeah, and. Uh, being cute but not like too forward until maybe they say something that's like a little you know oh okay she's showing interest yeah, here in yeah, the possibility yeah. of us like she's taking the bait yeah there was a girl that lived um down the street from me it was the most perfect example of being way too afraid to like talk to her in real life uh-huh. uh literally down the street like you know a three minute walk up the fucking road right um and then yeah, conversations on MIRC, it was called. Yeah. It was just black screen with, like, her text was yellow and mine was red. Uh-huh. And, like, the... It was a DOS format. Yeah, very just, like, LOL, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pre-emoji. But Way sure enough, it would turn into, like, hey, why don't you come over right now? And it was, like, 2 in the morning, and we'd, like, fool around on our couch. Cool. And I was, like, this is the best thing ever. And then so, I realized I got to keep doing this. Yeah. And now pictures are involved. Yeah, MySpace. And the pictures got involved. But then the problem was, I forget what year, it was probably around the time that Facebook became more popular in like 06, 07, mm-hmm. that MySpace then became obsolete. Yeah. So then it was like, okay, start anew. But make I, a new profile, make I'm a new such this. such an old asshole. I was like, I, I can't. I was years late to Facebook because of, I already got MySpace. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I had two of these fucking things. It's like what we talk about all the time with our old, like, being born and raised an entire childhood without the internet. Right. You're, the world around you has nothing to do with fucking computers right. and socializing on the internet because you don't know what the fuck the internet is. And all of a sudden this thing comes out um, and you got to start learning this new language like, you know, all the older people as well. So I felt like even though I was only like 12 or 13 when we got a home computer, yeah, it was like, I don't know, it's not ingrained in me like, like younger generations. Yeah. So... I was like, ah, these kids, like, they are going to go off on this Facebook thing, but it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. I have pictures and built up this, like, friend, you know, base and Yeah, I got my space. I'm good, man. I'm good. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. And then Facebook, so then finally it's like, okay, shit, I got to switch over to Facebook. Yeah, because everyone does. Everyone You're going to be the only fucking, me and Tom just chatting. Yeah. (laughs) Me and and Tom, my only friend. Yeah. So we start getting the Facebook and then Mm. you build up the friends there and then there's that. And then like Twitter was a little different just because obviously it was like, it had its own kind of little. You didn't have uh, to pick. You didn't have to go one or the other. It was a follow based. So, Mm -hmm. so, and it was, there was some different rules to Twitter with the characters and the this. So it was like a slightly different world. But then, like, I guess, whatever, three, four years ago when Instagram became, like, the new one, it was like... Why, way before that, dude. That's when we... St- that's what I'm saying. We're kind of always behind. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was, like, 2010. Like, it was, like... It's been a long time. But it was It didn't hit critical mass and become the new Facebook. Like, people didn't start saying the words, Facebook is for old people until, like, four or five years ago, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe before, no, my sister, when I got on Instagram, was about four years ago, and she was, like... She's younger than me and was already on it for like three years, building up like a yeah. crazy following and being like, what are you still doing on Facebook? You got to get over to Instagram. Yeah. It's, it's like this weird mesh of Twitter and Facebook in the sense that it's follow based. So it's not like if you add a friend and they accept you, then you're both now following each other. But you can post pictures, but still do long captions. Like you can still do a lot of the Facebooky stuff on Instagram, but there's but still the scrolling that... is way less annoying because yeah, you're just yeah, seeing sure. picture, 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 and then you can decide if you want to click on the caption and read whatever this person has to say. Hundred percent. But Facebook, I'm just like oh, every time I'm on it, I can't stay on it for like fucking longer than 10, 15 seconds before I start getting really annoyed. Yeah, yeah. And being totally. like, why? Don't, who are these people that I met like a billion years ago at some random party, and it was all about like adding each other on Facebook, and now it's like been ten fucking years or longer. Yeah. When was that? Oh, like. I got Facebook, I think, in 07 or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I got it like in that. 07. That's not, not too And we only did it because of the boom show, because like, we yeah. were promoting our own shows. And it was like, okay, all, this massive collection of human beings are on this thing. Yeah. And we want to fill our little theater with people every month yeah, for course. our show. Yeah. So what better way to like gather them all? But what that we were saying originally... When, that was also back when Facebook invites and events actually got like really promoted by Facebook. Like It was a yeah. lot easier. Now it's like, make a Facebook event. No one's ever going to fucking see it. I know. It was just like one Facebook, like. Facebook has no desire to 
switch that into their algorithm because all that means is that from whatever time that event is on, that's just people that can't be on Facebook. Yeah, they're out in the real world, not, the, not, yeah. not clicking away. Yeah, they're IRL. What so. a shitty, like... It's brutal. It just got so then, But then, then so okay, the point is that Instagram is now the thing, I guess. And that's the one that you and I have said, okay, we'll, 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 we'll try to pump up our Instagram following. You and I do not have a Facebook fan page. I don't know if we ever will. We each have Twitter, but that's like an individual. Like, I don't want to be looking over at you going, hey, man, I've got a tweet from our J&Aton account. Do you think it's good? You know, no. fuck that. Yeah. So Instagram's the thing. So the request is really, please, dear fucking God, yeah. don't let there become another one where I then have to throw out all of my Instagram followers. They're useless now. Yeah. And now I've got to start a new yeah. on a fucking new one. I all can't because like, that's That's what happened when I reluctantly joined Instagram, finally. And Facebook. You reluctantly joined Facebook and had to throw out MySpace. But I mean, Facebook, MySpace luckily was only a couple years of that. Um, And Facebook has been a fucking decade. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, oh no, I started realizing too, like, oh, all my aunts and uncles are on this thing. Yeah. I can't really say what I want to say anymore. Like all the, you know, fucking horrifying things I used to type (laughs) when I was in my early 20s thinking like, None of this is ever going to matter, you know? Right. No moms. I remember, like, when, yeah, it was Tim's mom joined Facebook. She oh, was yeah. one of the cool moms that got on there first. And I was like, and then she'd, you know, direct message, what was it called? Like a Facebook messenger, me saying about my last post or something and how, like, do you really think that way? And I'm like, don't fucking be on Facebook then. Yeah. Like, I'm like 23 and I'm. I've moved out of my house like five years ago. And I say fuck a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know what type of comedy we do? Like you've seen our show. We get naked and fucking crazy and have bloody dicks flying around the stage. <laughs> and like, you know, Early, so I'm going to say stuff. Earlier shows, earlier shows. Now we just get naked. I'm not thinking about, dicks. Uh, you know, parenting myself on fucking Facebook. Right. So be on it or don't or friend me or don't. But then sure enough, you know, older people slowly but surely, it just become this like, all my aunts and uncles are on it. Every post I make about fucking some show, uh, Aunt Debbie, Aunt Donna, Aunt Wendy, Aunt yeah. fucking Sheila, all of them. Like, 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 oh my God, so okay, so okay. So I just had never run it, like, you know, it's just weird. And then Instagram, so I'm like, okay, cool, I post all these pictures and build up this following. How many fucking funny videos have I made on Instagram? Yeah. I did like one a year in 2016. One I, a day for one a, yeah, yeah, one a year. <laughs> That was a a lot. Yeah. No, I did this like one a day on my face on my Instagram page, try and I built up like whatever twelve hundred followers over the year, and then to all of a sudden someone come out like when Snapchat was almost a thing, I was shitting my brains out. Thank God Instagram added stories and then buried fucking Snapchat, Mm -hmm. and now people say that about Snapchat. Snapchats for old people. Yeah. They haven't figured out how to just do fucking Instagram. Yeah. There was Vine for a while. There was all these other ones that like. I just like, ah, fuck these things. That's so crazy. But, yeah, the for Instagram... The attention span is just like shortened and shortened and shortened. It was like 45-minute TV shows, 23-minute TV shows, right? Then it was like uh, YouTube videos. Yeah. Oh, they're down to like five, six minutes. Then then Vine blew yeah. everything up and said six, six seconds. That's yeah. what we've got an attention span for. Now, six seconds. Yeah. And now things have breathed a little bit and there's minute-long Instagram videos well, and now it's Instagram do, TV. IGTV like, yeah. if you want to add a longer one, but like... And people it, could decide if they want to keep watching yeah, after yeah, the yeah. fucking minute. Yeah. But either way, I like that it's Instagram coming up with all these things rather than a whole new separate fucking thing. Correct. It's like, we got to be the one. We're going to do stories now so people can scroll side to side, not just up and down or swipe instead of scroll. Yeah. And then the TV thing as well to become kind of like yeah. a YouTube. Because YouTube's even fucking yeah, weird YouTube's now too. Yeah, YouTube's dead. It's all I dead. I wouldn't say it's dead. I don't it's know. Like, I mean, sure, it's not dead. It's 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 whatever. People it's... upload a billion fucking things to YouTube all the time. Yeah, you don't get as much money for it anymore. You gotta really have been there on the ground floor, or you gotta really have some kind of awesome following already. Mm-hmm. So when you go on your Instagram or your Twitter to your million followers and say, "Check out this YouTube video," it can yeah. start spreading around. But Instagram too, like there's we work on sets in New York all the time where there's like, you know, it's like some photo shoot and the model, quote unquote, is really just got the part because she has like you know 25,000 Instagram yeah. followers and that'll help like part of her contract yep. is you know you do this shoot you get this much money and you make six posts about being on set or after the shoot like to get however many likes and 
fucking comments on it. Yeah. And you get this much extra for that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So our goal, obviously, when we wanted Instagram uh, to sponsor us, would be <laughs> to have enough fucking followers to start making money off of it. Yeah. Because what the fuck? <laughs> or at least, you know, or I guess the other thought is too, like, you know, you gain enough of a following on Instagram, you can post about what shows. If you have a live act of some kind, you can obviously use that to like drive traffic out to your it shit. It all helps but, itself. Like, it's just like... Instagram helps There just can't alive. be a new one. I just can't deal yeah. with a new one. Yeah. I can't if I ever have to write a bio again. If I ever have to fucking pick a profile and start following again, people and then start following you or I, them, whatever I, that is, on some other thing, no, I'll blow my fucking brains sick out. Sick thinking about it. Um, but that does because uh, I was at t- telling you yesterday that I wonder if like this is a thought I always have about like social media because the world always goes in like cycles, right? So I think. And I don't, this is just a theory, but I think that in X amount of years, let's say 50 years from now, it all becomes fucking super lame to be on social media. Like, because the world exists so much within the social media side of things now, I have to wonder if, like, at some point, it just becomes lame. Like, people you, are like, oh, you're still on Instagram? You're still on social do media? Do you dude. mean, though, like, you could take that in two ways. Do you mean that some new technological advancement will connect everybody in a way that quote unquote social media will be lame no, and old that's not or do you right mean we're all going to revert back to knocking on doors no. and hanging out with people you're, and doing face to face interaction i don't know i mean look i'm very aware that that this probably is won't that probably yeah. won't happen yeah. okay but it also like because i like to think about things that are possible but implausible yeah it's like I just, it brings me joy to think about a world where all of a sudden, over a six month period, everyone kind of stops using it. So you still have your, you know, whatever, um, Kylie Jenner or whoever the fuck still has her 70 million fucking Instagram followers and all that. But like the companies that used to pay her to make a post, uh, and, and she got money from it, they cut that money drastically because they go, honestly, like it's not that cool anymore. Like the real cool thing to do is to go out there and do a book signing or to go out there and actually meet people. And, and that, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, cause if not, if not, then it means that like, this is just the world now. Yeah. Forever. It is. It is. Or it'll be some other new way of like, it's okay. How can you go back though? Like how can we, I think what you're talking about makes total sense in everyone's individual timeline of their age uh-huh. of like, you know, you might say if one day we, you know, uh, use it for a while, get a bunch of shows, get it, whatever the hell success we get out of this fucking comedy thing we do. Sure. Um, can always, I've seen a lot of people our age and even younger, older, like just completely, they're not on Facebook anymore. They're not on Instagram anymore. Right. And it just totally makes them happy to be, not part of that world at all right and i think that's it's on an individual level but i think the overall when especially you have kids now born into it like when our kids are born they will like you know ipads will be readily available to them and phones yeah but i'm not saying the ipads and the phones and stuff i'm specifically talking about social but the connecting with other people is the is the most important part because without all that stuff then the ipad is literally just a, a, whole, a, a portable screen okay. like like a Game Boy but, with better okay, graphics. Okay, but when, when, <laughs> when Facebook and stuff first came out, it was built on the ideal of connecting with other people. Mm-hmm. And it has slowly morphed into this weird popularity contest like or always, this weird thing yeah. that like who has the most followers, That's who, human nature who can in make general. money Who's off more of popular this. in high school. Right. Like before any of this shit ever existed, the the goal of like say a school was like all these kids come together not just to learn um, math and science and everything, but social skills. Of course. So that they're around people their own age, learning uh, social structures, and no matter what, it becomes fucking jailhouse rules where there's the alphas or the cool chicks yeah. that kind of dictate the pace or dictate the like. Yeah, but what's see, that cool. stuff changes over time too. Like I remember, like you know, uh, when it became as uh, you mature and get older. Well, like, and also just like it used to be a thing of like, oh, nerd was a bad word. 
And yeah. now nerd is something that a lot of people are proud of. They've because taken they, it back. Well, they know that they have a f- f- fucking future in the in the world here because there's um, technology run, runs the world and the industry of technology is now yeah. huge. So like, I guess what and I mean I think is what that like nerdy became cool. Right. Like, like okay, Marvel so, movies so, so, and so uh, Game said, of Thrones and like uh-huh. things that were at one point Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. fucking nerd shit. Uh, the technology, I think, advanced enough that it wasn't just, like, the nerds were the kids that had crazy good imaginations yeah. that a game, say, like Magic the Gathering uh, or Dungeons and Dragons would be just enough to, like, spark their imagination, but they could do whatever they wanted. And it was like, oh, my God, that's so fucking nerdy that you're thinking of, like, f- you know, crazy worlds and stuff, like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But then in the early 2000s when the technology, like, Digital, was able to support was able to like yeah show fucking idiots that don't have imaginations <laughs> yeah what the world is without them having to think for themselves then little by little nerd like guys that would have beaten up those little lord of the ring loving nerds end up loving it because it becomes the biggest fucking blockbuster in the goddamn universe okay but then to play devil's advocate there are things that were very cool mm-hmm. that then became c- considered very lame you know or or, yeah. or you know like like these big like uh meatheads and and and, and the, the jocks and that yeah. kind of stuff yeah slowly that became like oh it's cool to do that but bullying's not right yeah. this is not right so well, i guess i mean i shit. guess we're i guess i mean you're fucking like i think Trends, yeah, are always a thing, but I think no matter what, over time, um, everything softens, like that sort of... So um, then shouldn't social media? I'm talking... Okay, We're right. 12 I'm, years I'm only, saying, I'm only saying the bullying thing is like, um, you know, our parents' generation, literally like, yeah, you, you were taught to stand up to the bully and fight fire with fire, like literally like fight him after school. But, you know, you start seeing how like medieval that sounds... So over time, because we live in a society that doesn't have to fight for things anymore, um, that becomes like, you're fucking lame. Like you're, and we all know now, like the psychology behind like bullying that they didn't back then, where if there's some big beefy fucking asshole in the schoolyard picking on little kids, you know, okay, what's his home life like? He probably gets beaten at home by his parents or older siblings or taught that this kind of behavior is cool. So we're going to nip that in the bud because he's on the wrong path. He's on the path to like probably going to jail at some point if he Uh keeps being violent. But so then that, but like theoretically, all of that is true of social media. There are proven studies now that say stay off of Facebook for one week. Watch how your genuine happiness improves. Exactly. So, so what I'm saying is 12 years into this social media thing, what started off is like, holy cow, it's amazing how much we can connect. Oh my God, I can use this to drive people to my events. Oh my God, I'm connected mm-hmm. with all these high school friends. Yeah. Has now cyclically starting to turn into this, this how many followers? Yeah, followers weren't a thing when social media came out. It was just friends, friends that you requested and they accepted. Yeah. Then it became a followers thing. Then it became a popularity contest. Then it started getting monetized. People started making money off of it. Yeah. And now we're getting to a point where we go, whoa, people that are on social media posting um, couple pics or posting pics about their happiness are generally proven to be the ones that are actually the most depressed and they're seeking yeah. happiness out of it. So I'm saying if that's, that's all happened that. within 12 years... I genuinely believe that it is possible, not plausible, that the bubble bursts completely in however yeah. many years, yeah. and it's like, this shit needs to end. You feel free to stay on it. Instagram will keep making its money, yeah. but just like YouTube dollars have dipped a lot, yeah. Instagram dollars can dip a lot. It'll get cheaper. And it could become a thing of like, that was cool right when it first came out, yeah. and now it's kind of fucking It's all lame. an experiment. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. I, I just, I, when I like, hear it that like that, I, I, I do, I know what you mean, and yeah. I, I do agree with that because it's it's almost like living two lives it's already hard enough to live a regular fucking life right and to go about your day you know learning things learning things about yourself trying to be a better fucking human being trying to be a better you know brother parent son uh, just by because we don't get that much time on this planet, yeah. and so then we'll die there's your online not, presence. Exactly. Yeah, and so then we'll, you've got your we'll, second life. Exactly. How do I represent all of those exactly. things on the internet? Yeah, and that's a, that's a whole different like we're not not a, a large percentage of us aren't smart enough to live two lives. Right. And that's like proven with liars, like people that like try to live a double life at some point in time, whether it's years from now, or you're cheating on your spouse, sure. years and years from now, whether you know you're going to get caught. Yeah. You you can't do both. And 
Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And it's yeah. like up to the individual because I don't think it's going anywhere because of how many... But yes, but yeah. I see... But yeah, it might be a gener... Like, not by our kids' generation or yeah. even their kids' generation. That's what I mean. It's but, almost like it needs to go through... It needs to go through like 50 full years of like... We're the first ones that got on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we need we're to We're also new at it. And we're new at it, right? Yeah. So 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 then we need to see what a kid that was basically born with it. Yeah. You know, a parent that made a kid a fucking Instagram page when it was two years old. Yeah. He or she was two years old. Child star bullshit. Like right, fucking right, Macaulay right. Culkin. Let's see what's that, going like... on with that kid. Yeah, exactly. So Macaulay Culkin became a child star because of actual films in the nineties, right? And then it I'm fucked just, him up. Only, what yeah, happens for a kid yeah. that becomes Instagram famous at age nine? YouTube famous. There's YouTube all those famous. There's, there's millionaire nine-year-old kids in thirty years from now. Yeah, of course. It's just like I well, just I guess I like need to see the whole thing. data. Yeah, exactly. And we we might not even know. It might, might not even be in our lifetime. Right. But I think over time, like I mentioned, the bullying thing earlier, it's not. It doesn't. It's not an aha moment where all of a sudden, oh, I know the psychology behind bullying now. Right. It's years and years of like yeah. some people figuring it out. Passing that information along until that you know goes viral in it a sense, it becomes part of the becomes, social dialogue. Yeah, where we you know? then I can now knowing what I know when my kid uh, wants to get an Instagram page or wants to get like I'm seeing my niece Layla, twelve years old, wanting right. an Instagram page, and my older sister shutting that down oh, and yeah. saying no, um, and then she like snuck sneakily like started her own page but called something else and yeah. she added me and like and I was like has such a like. Oh, this is like I don't want to rat her out, but like, what are you doing? Like, your mom clearly said no, and then you just add your uncle on yeah, Instagram and why? start liking my. I'm like, hey, like I never once said, "Hey, Tara, Layla has." I would never rat her out, right? But but also, like, part of you thinks maybe I should not rat. See, it's funny. Like, it's not ratting her out. She's 12, and you're siding with the parent going yeah. you're like directly going against what your parents said to yeah. do Amanda did it my younger sister luckily did it yeah you're terrible I, at it because yeah. uh, you too added close your to fucking home. You're, you're shitting where you eat way too close to but home. that's a lesson there too anyways uh, <laughs> no the lesson would be what we know and what you just said this isn't real life right like I'd sit my kid down and I'd be like definitely have an Instagram page or a Facebook page whatever because I'm, you're not, I'm not gonna make the one kid that doesn't have it Course. And be that kid going like, oh no, my dad's really old world, yeah. and I know every other friend my age has it, but yeah, you not gotta me. Adapt. But I'll say like this: this is how it is, and we learned it the hard way. So you know, there's real life. There's this, and I'll like, you know, touch their shoulder and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. "That's real. That's that just happened. Yeah. That's real. You could touch, smell, hear, fucking see life yeah. in front of your eyes." Then there's the screen. The screen is a whole separate fucking world yeah. that isn't real. It's close to real. Yeah. It's exaggerated. It feels real. It feels real. A, that's a picture of my actual friend and yeah. 45 people like yeah. it. And, and they're not lying. They're at an actual They're not park. lying, quote unquote. Right. They're, they're uh, omitting the not so nice things about life, about their camping trip with their parents right. when you're, say, you're, and I'm talking to whatever, a 10-year-old kid right now, and your 10-year-old friend is on a camping trip with their parents and... Uh, post something on the dock with a fish or with whatever's happening and it's like this is so amazing yeah. but you know they're not there's not they're not recording the like screaming match yeah, in the totally. car on the way in a hot fucking car or whatever going up yeah, to the cottage when you pick your 10 pictures to post from your trip on Instagram because you can pick up to 10 yeah you know our buddy like Christoph Davidson great comic has like a funny thing about like how you know, when you go on that Facebook news feed and you just spin the wheel of death, like, what am I going to see now? What am I going to see now? And how he gets so, like, he's like, I kind of get, like, depressed when I see something sad, like the news. But then I see something good and it kind of makes me even more depressed. Yeah. Like, why is it my friend? It's become all and or nothing. Said, and he said that, like, uh, you know, once in a while, everyone should just be forced to post a picture of them, like, sitting on the end of their bed alone, like, looking at the ground being sad. Yeah. Because that's also life. Yeah. You know? But nobody would put that in their online profile no. they want their online profile to just cherry pick the best parts of their life or the worst it's either right it's it's the news and like what he's talking about the spinning wheel of death is either people posting you know news articles whether they're fake or not uh about horror and tragedy so you're scrolling on facebook you literally see like dog beaten and burned and left for dead Ugh. in a fucking ditch and then right underneath you know, our good friend just had a baby. Yeah. And yeah, you're like, yeah. like, like, dislike, like what? And like, then the things it, that it, it, fall in the middle. All the, yeah, there's not much in the middle. Because, well, there are. Yeah. Except the algorithm of Facebook 
is 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 seeking out and fishing for life events, big moments in people's lives and sharing those with engagement. So the like, Kids, hey, weddings. I'm doing a 10 minute spot tonight at New York Comedy Club. I don't know, three, four likes, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's only reaching a but certain if you say it in a way like lifelong goal. Yeah, life goal uh, unlocked. Life goal. I'm finally I, doing a show at yeah, New York Comedy Club. Yeah, means the world to me. Yeah. Like fucking emotional oh, jargon. Dude, I used that, to like, joke that like I should just fucking um, like pretend that Sarah's pregnant and post a picture of her ultrasound and then in the comments write, got show a show tonight. tonight yeah, you know? PM. Because <laughs> like even in Toronto, I literally did that. I posted pictures of my niece and nephew. They're adorable. Yeah. And we were promoting our Toronto Fringe show and it was just like, my nephew Harvey says that you should go to the Randolph Theater and watch Aton perform tonight. It got... 50 likes compared to the three likes when I just posted a little thing saying, hey, Show tonight check us out, you know? So yeah. it's like, yeah, it's a weird... Um, I go weird. through such hot cold with it. Like, I'm sometimes I'm like, you know, feeling it and uh, posting on Instagram because I'm just like feeling good about myself sure. and what we're doing. Yeah. Like, if we got a good review or if we got like, I'm like, yeah, like, that's what it's for. But then there's the times where like, sometimes I'll look back and be like, wow, I haven't posted anything in like almost two weeks. Yeah. Because one, it's not naturally um, embedded in me to post things about my day-to-day life. Yeah. Like someone younger than me. Right. But, um, and also I'm probably not feeling that great. And yeah. I would post a picture of me fucking sad on the bed yeah. looking at the floor. <laughs> Eating a bag of chips. Yeah. Like that's what is happening right now. So what do I have to post? Yeah. So let me and go find, a, let me go find too, a picture. Like, I don't yeah. have anything to post right now. You know, and it's like, well, life isn't like what I would tell my kid as well. And it's so funny, like when you, it's so easy to like tell other people, especially like a kid or something, things rather than yourself, like right. reparenting yourself is like the hardest fucking thing in the world. Sure. Cause well, you got 34 years of embedded one way of thinking life in you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like learning a different language. Yeah. Like, um, now we think like this. Oh yeah. Really? Cause I, th- I, I dream in English. And I, you know, then now you're telling me like, oh, Italian is the way to go and I have right. to speak Italian now. Okay. I can get by and maybe like learn some key words, but I don't fucking know. I don't dream in Italian. So I think on the flip side of it, cause like, I do think it's possible that one day this bubble bursts, who knows if it takes two full generations, who knows if it's in five years from now, people are like, this shit's lame. The other thought I was having though is like, with how fast technology is advancing, the other thought is it's not that. Instagram disappears, but like things like virtual reality, augmented reality, like the next crazy technological thing shows up, right? And now there's an app, social media app, to support that kind of shit. Like who knows if it's like, uh, if Instagram is able to like bring in VR technology into their platform or if it's like a whole new one where then people look back and they go, Oh, you're still on Instagram? Buddy, you got to get on Virtugram or whatever the fuck it yeah. is. You know, like you buy these glasses, they connect to your phone yeah. and then you can do like you, your story or whatever or your fucking post. In real life. It can be like, you can what literally have, people can put their glasses on, open the fucking app and they can come into your living room with you yeah. and be a part of the it's photograph It's all about like people taking. that don't have interesting lives living the lives of people with interesting lives. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's good. That's kind of the... The beginnings of of the VR stuff. You what you no and Instagram itself, like the people you follow on Instagram, right? And why stories became so fucking huge is like you know I'm on my bed, like looking at stories of I don't personally follow like you know celebrities or like right. people of fucking you know I don't care, but I know most other people do, yeah. and they follow like um, influencers because they got famous on Instagram and now they're having kids and they're having their own little family. The kids become part of the stories, like infant children and and toddlers running around and you're kind of like living their life in their stunning New York fucking condo overlooking the park or wherever it is. You're there in the room with this little kid thinking, I want to have a kid and uh, I want to do what this person does. Oh, now they're shopping at this place. Oh, now they're at their event where people are coming up to them ask like it's all virtual reality anyways yeah. the story's like the beginning of like I do I do definitely think about like what what is the augmented or virtual reality like uh, thing that's going to hit like the iPhone you know like mm. what's the one where it's going to become super accessible user friendly intuitive to your touch like 
that everyone can buy and it just like connects us. Um, but like as uh, useful as having a cell phone. So you can use it to do everything, communicate. And that, but on top of that, you can like... I hate all this shit. That's so fucked, right? Like, I'm because, so mad. Because once that I'm not comes, even talking about all this shit. Once that Fuck comes off. though, there's going to be somebody that makes the Instagram for your virtual reality device. Sure. I mean, it's crazy. Well, your new life will have to connect with other new lives. Yeah. Like... Yeah, it is terrible. I mean, I personally... Yeah, I don't know how it'll all go down but the second i don't have to fucking do this shit anymore the fucking better like yeah. i'm whatever if if when you say do this shit you mean the posting of the pictures or and look, the writing being of the on captions. it posting yeah. like whatever there are times where okay yay i'm you know there's nothing going on and it's like watching tv so it's the same i, I don't see it as like terrible when it comes to just scrolling or swiping because either way i'd be watching some TV show. Yeah. So I'm staring at a screen no matter what. But, yeah. But limiting that so I'm not doing it fucking eight hours a day. But, you know, the the staring at a screen, like, it, it, they're obviously very different in the sense that at least if I'm watching, like, a good show that I like, somebody's really taken the time to write this and shoot it and cultivate this program. Yeah. And it's quite good. As opposed to Mindlessly some fuck fucking, yeah. took a selfie, said, in Cabo... And now that's what I happen to scroll past. Yeah, but most know? people don't think of getting into a show or a movie like like you're talking about. You're talking about like fans of um, TV and film and storytelling. There's people that there's a what lot. I, of what I was talking about though. was literally like dumbing out and just yeah. like just uh, not having to think right. and just you know mindlessly like yeah just binge watching yeah because yeah, yeah. i don't want to fucking be in my own head right now yeah exactly that's kind of the like and i think it's the same when it comes to what you're talking about virtual reality wise or the whatever that happens to be the progression of instagram and social media the rock bottom so to speak where we just say i fuck all this and go back to like you know swimming in the lake and fucking you know, bonfires and, and hanging yeah. with friends. Well, how do you get together with people then? You text them. I'm not yeah. saying texting disappears. But kids I'm do. I, I've broadcasting heard, your fucking life I've heard of uh, even younger kids, like, in their 20s and, or, like, early 20s or teens, if they, like, get together, they'll do a thing like, um, okay, phones. Like, they stack the phone, put the phones on, you know, do not disturb or airplane mode and stack them in the middle of the table uh-huh. and... From the time we sit down for brunch till the time we leave, yeah, nobody looks yeah. at their phone. I actually went to like a Thanksgiving a few years ago, like a friend's, one of those friendsgivings. Yeah. Uh, and uh, somebody there, there was like 10 of us, and somebody requested like, can this just be like a phone-free yeah. dinner like the second week? And of course, and all of us were so excited. And it was funny because a couple times something came up that uh, we wanted to look up the answer mm. and we didn't get to, and it was great. That's and funny. then later on afterwards, we're like, oh shit, yeah, we should... Look, look that up. I'm curious. And it was fine. We ended up looking it up two hours Let's later. And it didn't again. fucking matter. You yeah. know? And it was just really nice to like have to not always have the answer readily available. You know? I think, yeah. But that's, I didn't know that about kids in their 20s. I mean, that's great. Like, yeah, I've it, heard of... Well, it's just like an article that I read about like, you know, like a, a brunch where they're like, hey, let's, you know, we're here together now. But I think that's what it is. It's such an individual level. It's yeah, like yeah. there's the mass... Uh, the masses out there that no lie is a fucking huge percentage of like population of the world of children though yeah like yeah. the like we're talking the 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 millions of likes and comments and follows on these fucking idiot celebrities right is from fucking 14 year olds right it's their way like how it, our generation at 14 was getting those teen bop fucking magazines mm-hmm. because we didn't have a, a a screen version of that it was like Oh, JTT in this, you know, magazine, they cut his picture out, they put it in the locker. That's them following celebs. Yeah. Nowadays, they have, you know, a virtual, like this Instagram way of following celebs. Right. So that's likes and comments and the most of the reason they want to have Instagram. Yeah. Knowing that they're going to have their hundred friends from their fucking school and they all follow each other and there's drama because Jenny followed, you know... Katie, but Katie didn't follow Jenny back. Right. Because, uh, well, fuck Katie. Yeah. And it's just like yet another uh, level of that, like, it's another version. It's another version. horrible fucking world. Yeah. But a huge, like, 
pop culture in general, music, uh, celebrity, all that stuff, they cater to the 13 year old. Like why movies have to be PG 13 rather than R because it can make so much more money. Yeah. So they dumb down the like the swearing and the, the blood and the sex uh, yeah. in movies and to the general content. Just yeah. To dumb it down for kids yeah. because why not? There's this whole market of fucking 13 to 18. Yeah. That is a ridiculous number of people. It's true. So we're always, it's so funny, like playing like, Oh, and when we say what's cool, quote unquote, like, you know, that's dictated by fucking 14 year old kids. Yeah. It's dictated. Like when Snapchat became a thing, it was, uh, my niece, my 12 year old niece and all her friends going Snapchat, Snapchat or that musically one where they could like make, there was like, yeah. I was like, oh shit, is this going to well, be the new least, fucking thing? This 12 year old says so like, things on the fuck internet, off. things on the internet, uh, are, are, are heavily dictated by kids. YouTube. Now, things, Look at yeah, all the YouTube yeah, yeah, celebs yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, that but, talk but, like but, kids hosts. But things that are, um, out in the world are are dictated by the particular demographic that they appeal to. Like, there's still yeah. a very major 18 to 35 demographic. There's still a... You know what I well, mean? Well, now like, we're all on it. I think it's like the, the right. more... That's why, like, aunts and uncles are on Facebook now. Yeah. So there's stuff... They'll get ads, you know, catered to their... You know, it's all ads. Yeah. So that's more of a personal thing of, like, what age you happen to be. My thing is that, like, whatever the fucking new big like say if Instagram falls to by the wayside and it's like oh my god you're selling Instagram that's for old people is because right. it's going to be some fucking generation of 10 13 year olds, year olds that yeah, are all right. saying Snapchat's back or that's the new thing or there's something I don't even know about yeah, obviously exactly. but that's what pisses me off and that's what pisses me off about like uh bands now that like we were joking there was this band playing in Winnipeg here and the guy talks like this he's a fucking grown-ass man in his like possibly mid to late twenties, yeah. that has a voice similar to mine, and then all of a sudden when he starts singing, it's like, oh, I was at the and you didn't call me, and it's like, yeah, why are you fucking talking? Why are you singing like a child? Yeah, and I start realizing all these bands, yeah, are trying to cater to children, to fucking children, and it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And they and like these shows that we see like. It happened in our generation too. This isn't a back in my day. Yeah. It was Britney Spears on the fucking cover of Rolling Stone magazine as a 15-year-old girl. In a Catholic school uniform. Or no, like even even more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like just totally sexualized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, that's going to sell to the 13-year-old boys that are like, oh my God, this 15-year-old. Yeah, to work. Yeah. Oh my God. Exactly. got to get this magazine. But, oh shit, other okay. grown-ass men uh, are around and happen to see that as well, yeah. and it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I'm si- I don't know where I was going with that ranting and raving, but no, it's just it's all great. like pop culture, I guess. Quote yeah. Unquote. Everyone says like, "Oh my god, what's what's hot? What's cool? What's not?" It's like if you look at it, it's dictated by fucking children. Yeah. And by grown ass women and grown ass men that uh, hunt for what's cool, what's hot, what's in now. Yeah. You're following children. Or, Grow well, the fuck and, up and, and have your own <clears throat> fucking perspective. Well, and there's also like those children's managers or like like the, the the stars that are catering to the children. They all have these like potential managers or agent groups or whatever that are older. Yeah. That are also going. Let's just hey, I know you sound like a man and you have a regular man voice, but can you like kid it up a little bit? Because I think we can really make you catch. So then there's some 50 year old executive telling some 29 year old singer to appeal to to appeal to 13 year old fucking girls. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's also, it's hard. You know what it is? It's also, it makes it difficult to, to um, find authenticity. But when you do find something that's authentic Mm. and great, Mm. it does make those people stand out, but there's so much more mud to trudge through in order to get to that. You know, but like all of a sudden you find a band, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I, you know, whatever, or or like Adele, you know, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden Adele starts singing and you go, God damn, man. Like she's writing her own songs. This girl's got a really good voice. She's kind of, you can feel that she's writing a song for herself. You know, mm-hmm. not for everyone else. Yeah, and then well, that's but, what really but, blows up. But that's it's that, resonating. Like, top exactly. of the world. Top of the world. Beyonce. Stuff. Like but the top of the world the, stuff. The, the ones that rise above the shit. Yeah, are the ones that are 
not pandering to the 12 year olds they're writing authentic honest shit yeah but they also have a lot of talent of course and they also bust their fucking ass of course you put those three things into a mix and yeah. you get the Chappelle's of the world yeah and you get the like the absolute it's very rare it's very but it's, rare it's, it's 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 that's striking a chord with just human like human nature yeah you're, you're not into, you're yeah. you're saying stuff that like a 40 year old and a 10 year old can get behind yeah and like of course that is yeah i'm not but i I guess no no no. but i guess what i mean is that it feels like you know before social media and the internet right there were way more and i don't maybe this is not true as well i wasn't fully fully alive in that time but it feels like there were more authentic like per capita let's say you know, like for the amount of shit there was that yeah. you felt like this is just pandering to a fucking 13 year old versus the amount of real talent that showed up. Yeah. I feel like there was a more even split before the internet well, and before social media. Yeah. And now because you can blow up on YouTube by making fucking yeah. vlog videos. You don't to need a bunch to have a manager come tell you you're good and right. not to give you a record deal anymore. Right. You get you get it yourself. Yeah. You, you put up. Uh, there were those three kids, the metal, the, the three uh, black kids in New York City that play metal music uh-huh. and they're like children but they're fucking really talented like drummer uh-huh. um singer guitarist and a bass player and mm-hmm. they were just set up shop by like a subway and their video just got like you know millions of hits because they're like you know inner city kids but that just loved metal and would play their own written like metal songs right and people and there was a huge crowd surrounding them and then the video blew up and then of sure enough they got like yeah the record label. It's so weird now. Like well, the, so uh, that's like so. There are like the good stories of it. Like those are the good stories. These kids are super talented. They played live in front of people. It resonated, but it also got put online and they, and it helped it launch their career. Right. So that's yeah. like a nice story of it. But I, I mean, guess talent's talent. So like I'm yeah. not saying I'm just saying there's a billion ways to go about um, showing your talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. And it's back like, then, and, like, and like for every story that you just told me about the kids doing metal music that are actually talented, there's like not like ten, there's like ten thousand. Yeah. For of of some of PewDiePie well, now, yeah. yelling at a screen and saying fucked up shit while playing video games. Yeah. You know. But he's like the biggest he's the in the king world. of YouTube. He's yeah. Like the, I mean that's yeah. mental, but yeah. okay. But video cool. games, it's like something that. Yeah. Everyone coast like worldwide plays yeah. these video games. Not for me personally, but yeah, you course, know, yeah, it's yeah, like, we're not yeah. fucking fifteen. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Then I, it was like, I just think like what you're just to touch on what you're saying is just sheer numbers of people. Like, okay, you go back to say the Beatles and bands like that in the you know fifties, sixties, seventies sheer numbers of bands trying to do what the top tier bands did was way less than now yeah because and same with comedy same with any any you not know, to art. dismiss it not no, no no there weren't a ton of people no trying to because do how it. can you know to do it unless you've seen it be done right so the beatles may have you know and the rolling stones they always t- talk about how they were uh heavily influenced by blues and uh american American like blues and those old like blind uh, blues players and they put that soul into like rock and roll and stuff and they were doing it and they just got so good at it they did it then that hits a mass uh, appeal like nationwide all over the states they just blew the fuck up the the British invasion yeah that shows every you know baby boomer yeah population wise the largest uh, generation uh, for quite a long time they have something to look up to. Yeah. They have, oh my God. Something these people, to aspire to be. Exactly. Go, I never ever once thought before I saw this that if I get good at guitar or drums or singing or something, I could be that big and popular and girls would swoon over me. Mm-hmm. So they start doing all that. In and the then 60s, the next generation. And then in the 70s, they yeah. become these big bands. Yeah. But what I think what you're trying to say here is that, like, and now like take the reach that the Beatles had in the 60s it's all exponential growth and multiply it by a yeah. thousand yeah that's the reach that one of these YouTubers has because it's and not just TV anymore no what it's I, what, I was, what I was about to say was the, the baby boomers they're gathered around their television screens or their, or their radio exactly that's it that's that way of like their media that they got mm-hmm. a lot um, but now the with 
you know, stuff like GarageBand with YouTube, with things that you don't even really have to leave your house to make mm -hmm. music, electronic music, or even your own. Record yourself with, like, it's so easy. Yeah. So I don't have to even go out, like, say that next generation of the, the Beatles and then into the 80s and 90s before all this happened. Even in the 90s, they would still have to, like, get fucking crazy good as a band, yeah. go out to clubs, play, be in that scene until one of them, like, say, Nirvana, mm -hmm. broke and became massive. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, all these other grunge bands are getting picked up, like... The, you know Pearl Jam and Soundgarden everyone's just like oh this grunge thing yeah. that's happening we all these other record labels there's this money to be made in this grunge thing mm -hmm. that was the fucking only way to do it yeah and but if now, you did record it alone at home it was difficult like John like Lennon like they, they, the Beatles used to record shit on a four track some yeah. of their most insane compositions on like Sgt. Pepper yeah they had four fucking tracks. Okay, we record that track, that one, and they get four, then they put that four, they mix that four, that four exists, and there would be like an 18-track recording that they had to do four at a time to build. Yeah. And now it's like, what do you want, 18 tracks? Uh, literally right now we're recording this in fucking GarageBand. I can add 18 tracks to this in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know? So that's the way doing it alone at home is versus doing it alone at home was in the but 60s. Think of how many millions and millions and millions of separate human beings are trying to either show that they're funny yeah show that they're talented at something Musicians, whatever or singers, sports or yeah. whatever it happens to be like filming themselves like kick a soccer ball around and be really good at that and do one trick that's you know sick on camera and gets a couple million hits or right. whatever it is it's just and in I'm, I'm not saying it's bad i'm saying it's good it's show it's just like a way for everyone to make art but it does uh, mud, muddy saturates, up the water saturates the where market. It, it shows the real 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 Beatles level talent like an Adele yeah um, they ha that they can rise to that the top there and Adele's got a lot more mud to trudge through in order to get to the top because there's millions more people doing it right? yeah not that it was easy for the Beatles not that it was easy for anybody back then no. it's just that like there are sheer numbers wise sheer like numbers wise. how many slots are there at management companies to be represented right you know or or how many uh, you you got to fit in somehow yeah but i will say i read there was this amazing uh documentary about digital i think keanu reeves uh, oh i love that movie it's such a good one I forget it's what so, it's called uh, the switch from digital to from film, film to, to digital. digital yeah yeah and there's a guy in it that you could tell the old world guys that still film with yeah. film yeah 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 and, christopher nolan and yeah. quentin tarantino yeah are keeping, film are keeping film alive right yeah now. and then there's ones that um that can also afford to do it because film's so fucking expensive yeah 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 but because it got cheaper to make movies yeah. how you know you and i made short films I the name of it, with yeah. our uh you know and yeah. put them in film festivals and yeah, stuff and yeah, just yeah. what for nothing for, for nothing. a couple hundred bucks yeah, yeah, yeah. but um what that does is it just it's not that it muddies the waters it just shows it, the, the spectrum yeah. from zero to a hundred uh all numbers are represented you're, yeah. you know, you're zero out of a hundred you're that fucking terrible you're yeah. one out of a hundred all the way to like whoa that was goddamn genius yeah, yeah, yeah. but the quote that I got from that that really resonated with me from that film was one of the older directors who was diving right into the digital world and saying how you know great it is is said that like okay when everyone bitches and moans to me about like oh film like you know you have to like you know have money and get money from a studio and 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 so they only give that to like the real artists yeah. and let them make the real art where now because it's so cheap any fucking joe schmo can just come tell a story right so the guy goes yeah well how cheap is a pencil on a fucking piece of paper right and he's like and he had a pencil piece of paper and he's just like okay and he like handed it to someone's like now write me a fucking like world-class story exactly write me an amazing story yeah get go it's been now like that since the beginning of time it just so it allows almost, more people yeah. the opportunity to give it a try to give filmmaking a try yeah and same with music making same with comedy same yeah. with everything to yeah. do point the picture point the video at them and say a funny joke rather than having to you know audition to get a spot at you know to be passed at the comic strip because there's only nine clubs in new york yeah and that's that so yeah. that joke would never have been you know heard yeah. for a bunch of different people yeah i mean it, it it's obviously overall 
all of this stuff is good. Look, I mean, it's giving us the opportunity to sit here for a hundred bucks and record a podcast and get to like, you know, release it to our 40,000 listeners, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's awesome. But like, it, you have to just recognize that now there's many more fish in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would rather that than not have any opportunity of at all, you know? Yeah. So overall, no matter like, what, it's, it's, it's do you. Thing. It's do, yeah, do what you were going to do yeah. anyways. Like if you were the kid that saw the Beatles and wanted to get into a band. Yeah. Or if nowadays you're a kid that saw, you know, who's a huge band right now. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know. Who chat some childish fucking singer. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, and wanted to do that. Either way, you're still, you're you. You can get as good as fuck at guitar as humanly possible mm-hmm. or singing or drums, whatever the, what it is. And try. Piano. Learn piano. <laughs> it's a good one to learn. Yeah, it's a good That's one. Well, it's a linear. You learn musical theory by doing it. I'm going to teach my kids piano. I've got to learn it myself, but I'm going to get them piano. Anyways. Um, you can see how easy, a much easier guitar can be if you get good at piano. Like the scales and the yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. Like, no, they say the, the best yeah. instrument to learn is piano. Yeah. Because it's a linear, it's the only linear instrument where all the notes just go up from zero and, and you, you learn play. that, you, and then you see, oh, I specifically play this note, this note, and this note to make this chord. It's just like it's a lot. Yeah. And then you can take that theory to to guitar. Anyhow, it's a it's a it's a good thing that these exist, but it is something that like we like. I feel like having um, something that you can take live is like this precious little thing that I have that no one can ever take away from me. Like we talk about the social media bubble maybe one day bursting. Who the hell knows? We already see that YouTube money has drastically dropped. It's no longer the Wild West. They've figured out how to stop fucking paying these people millions of dollars, you know? Um, but if there's one thing that I think we know will will never, ever go away, it is live entertainment. In some capacity, since the beginning of time, People have been entertaining people live. And in some capacity, like, there's always going to be a dank room somewhere with a microphone where we can go and do comedy. You get to be in the room with the person. And you get to be in the room with the person. Yeah. So that is, so I feel like when I see people that have created um, a career or a life for themselves, but it only exists online, I can't help but have the thought of one day you're going to be fucked. You know, like, maybe, maybe not, Mm -hmm. okay? But like, you know, our, remember like when O'Gorman, our, our amazing comedian buddy was uh, telling us about how he was in, I forget, it was LA or it was somewhere. And um, there was this YouTube star that got really super famous from like vlogging, right? Yeah. And o- O'Gorman was uh, doing a show with him. So obviously all these shows sold out because he made one YouTube video or one tweet about how he's going to try stand up for like the first time. And every single person that he knows came to That's it, right? That's so suicidal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's crazy. So he said, so here's what O'Gorman told me. He said, the first, the first show, time. I think I'm getting this right. Uh, maybe he's done it a few times, but either first, way. Like, yeah, our buddy show, O'Gorman's show. been doing it for 15 years, okay? And is an absolute Seasoned killer. veteran. So the first show, O'Gorman um, just watched it. I don't think he was on it. And this kid goes up to know, to like just an opener that just brings him on, right? And everything this kid is saying, the audience is loving it, right? Because they haven't been calibrated to see what a real comedian is like yet. They're all huge fans of this kid. It felt like a little summer the camp kid talent open for show. O'Gorman? No, I think one of the shows, O'Gorman wasn't on it, but he just watched this kid go on stage after like an opener basically brought him up and the kid did great, right? Because no one had really seen a real comic yet. And then I believe the next night or something, and I'm probably fucking the story up a little bit, O'Gorman was told, hey, do you want to do like 20 minutes tonight before this kid goes on, right? It's a mm-hmm. sold out show. And of course he's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like they were paying him, full, full big ass crowd, four or 500, something like that, like a huge crowd. O'Gorman goes up there and just fucking annihilates. Of course. Like as in this audience has never truly seen a real season stand-up comedian before because they, they love kids that have YouTube vlogs, right? Yeah. And then the kid goes up after O'Gorman and eats dog shit. Of course. Because the whole audience finally just saw what the a real joke... Was, uh, yeah, the veil lifted. was lifted. It was, like, brutal. So it makes me feel like when I do see all this stuff... Because it's hard to not have feelings when you look at it. It's hard to just look at it and be, like, a stone wall of emotion. 
It affects all of us, at least when I look at it and see somebody that's created their entire online career through the internet and mm-hmm. they don't have something that they can just pick up and take it live. Yeah. I think you're, in, you know, because like, it'd be the same bands. with us, like, like living in that online world. Mm-hmm. Like, we, you know, spend years getting good on stage, but then try to have that translate into that kid's world of right. like, you know, oh man, it's easy. All we have to do is point a camera at ourselves or yeah. record our voices right now on this podcast. Yeah. And because we're funny and possibly likable, uh, they'll all love us. It's like, right. that's that cockiness that that kid had that like, I'm so famous, yeah. you know, and but people love is, me, there is but a, there's a different craft. And you're talking craft. about like living in two different worlds that you think is the same world. Agreed. And that was his mistake. Okay. Agreed. But I would still say though, that, um, coming from a world of live to the internet, uh, is way, uh, better than coming from the world of internet of course, to live of because obviously you're That's in the room with people. That's a more harsh awakening. Well, uh, and you get to like we get to workshop stuff live and see how it genuinely causes people to react on their faces. Yeah. As opposed to putting a video up and you, all you see is likes and saying a comment of this is funny, but you don't really know what it's physically doing to them and their face and their emotion and all yeah. that, right? So it does. It's like easier, I yeah. think, to come to the yeah internet. live. You clearly like you're on the front lines. You're oh, it's you're terrifying. taking it. You're taking being fucking terrible for quite a long time because there are bands that got really popular <laughs> online but and then they go do their stuff live and they do great because they're just playing the instruments but they yeah. probably learn really quickly like oh I kind of need to like really be a front man here yeah we need to be I need to be a showman here yeah. we need to do some stuff I gotta learn how to banter with the crowd a little bit like I can't just hide behind my instrument I'm now in front of X amount of people yeah. I need to try to connect with that's them that's just any yeah any like you could rehearse something a hundred fucking times and and know it in your sleep and you get up there in front of actual people on the stage in an environment you might not know very well and it's so fucking different you just forget everything so different yeah Um, this has been like fun yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna wow. wrap, we wanna wrap I didn't mean to get so heated there. Oh, I don't right. even know how I feel about a lot of it. I was like yeah. you know, I'm not mad that things change and get new. And and, yeah. and I'm not like this salty old fuck that's like, uh I just I do enjoy both worlds. Yeah. I enjoy going up to the cottage with my family and like having my phone uh plugged in over in the room of the cottage and not looking at it for fucking the entire day. Yeah, maybe not great. even maybe full twenty four hours yeah, of yeah, just yeah. like playing fishing going on the boat like bonfires board games with the you know family and the niece like all that shit just brings you right back to like Mm -hmm. the you know life before the internet Mm -hmm. and there she's 12 and she had all that same fun too not on her phone Mm -hmm. because but you all you're saying you also like it also is enjoyable to go online of course see what the same as watching tv the same as watching movies it's like so the takeaway yeah from from for me what i learned doing this fucking podcast right now <laughs> was the like teaching a kid uh you know there's there's two worlds yeah there's this and there's that yeah. and if you can find fun and make lo- real life of riding your bike maybe building ramps or yeah. fucking skateboarding or playing hockey like things that are real that are physical and uh that's fun right and then this thing this screen is fun too yeah the problem i think is when maybe parents are a bit uh, lazy or sort of like, ah, just go watch TV. Sure. Like our gen, you know, the kids that grew of up course. that were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, ki- the TV's fucking raised a lot of kids. We yeah. know are friends of ours growing up because it was like, mommy just had a long day at work and I got to fucking make dinner. Yeah. I don't want to hear your shit. Yeah. Uh, I want to a- answer a billion of your questions. Yeah. So, and who knows? It's probably way harder than I'm making it out to sure. be that I've never had kids I don't know so sit in front of the TV and fucking entertain yourself yeah but the balance of both because one I don't think one's going away for a long time like when you're the bubble bursting yeah, I, I don't think so might either. not for be the record for I don't ever think, or, I, I don't know if that's ever 20 happened years or a billion years it's I don't fun know. to think about though yeah. it's fun to think about maybe and I think just to sort of button up that point it's that yeah there's two worlds here it's not necessarily like find fun in the real world, find fun in this other world. It's like do your best to be honest in both. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like try to not make it that you live a double life. Try to make it that if you want to take part in the Facebooking and the Instagramming of the world, that's totally okay. Don't be 
upset by that. Don't feel that you're like some loser that's like always on the internet. Mm. And but just be honest there, like mm. you're honest in real life, and that's and so at least that way you can feel like your online persona and yeah. your in person persona are pretty fucking close. Yeah, you know, it's true. And maybe that's kind of a and you'll and, and you'll naturally just attract like minded people. Yeah, like. The yeah, more exactly. real you are. Yeah, the more real you are. Just well, it's like we always said when we started doing comedy. Um, we did like that boom. We did a show called Boom Shakalaka. There was like eight of us, and we all thought we were all really good friends, and a bunch of funny people got together. And we always said we're never going to write a show for the audience. We're always going to write a show for ourselves. And that way, if the audience likes it, then we know from this day forward we only ever need to write shit that we think is funny. Mm-hmm. And 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 we'll find our audience like that, and we'll never feel like. We're pandering to, oh, it would be good if we did an X blank blank sketch or this kind of sketch because the audiences seem to like that. It's like you got to just be your fucking true self and put that out there and you weed out the people that maybe you don't connect with. Yeah. But the people that you do connect with, you get real connections, yeah. you know? Yeah, lifelong connections. If anybody is listening to this in Winnipeg, uh, we have one more show tonight at uh, the mall in Portage Place yeah. uh, next to the Prairie Theater Exchange and then tomorrow 10 on PM Saturday tonight. night 10 p.m. tonight last show of the Winnipeg Fringe Festival and then we're doing a bonus show tomorrow night uh, Saturday the 27th at Wee Johnny's on McDermott Street it's an 11.30 p.m. show a late night show there's a bar there you can drink the seats are not fucking cushioned movie we finally have like seats. comedy we're gonna finally do our show Friday comedy club. at 10pm and at 11.30pm yeah. this weekend so uh, Hell yeah. thank you for listening we love you guys it's been great in Winnipeg and next week we will record and release our podcast back home in New York City yay any questions comments uh, hit us up yeah find us on Instagram and uh, let us know bye bye <laughs>